Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Apex After Hours live from Champs. It's it. That's right. It's ALGS Championship Sunday. What a show that we just saw. TSM proves their dominance as a dynasty in Apex Legends with back-to-back-to-back wins to secure it. It's a pleasure to be joined alongside my man, Zach Mazur, once again. And of course, for the very first time, a lot of you know him. Some of you maybe don't. This guy is an absolute treasure of the Apex Legends community. It's none other than Jayhawk himself. Do you want to do a quick intro for us, brother? Yeah, I make YouTube videos talking about teams like TSM, how they do what they do. Um, that's pretty much it. That's, pr- that's pretty much it. Pretty also much a it. brilliant analyst in the scene as well. Helped make a lot of the content this weekend. Pleasure to be joined alongside you, Jay. I appreciate you joining us, man. First off, your first event, I'll start with you. Obviously, and TSM gets the win. How are you enjoying the event? And then right on top of that, what are your first impressions about this TSM win compared to the rest in general? Uh, I mean, the event was amazing. I, I think anyone who's never been to a LAN, this is my first one. Actually going, being in person was unlike any experience I've ever had. Like, it was a blast. You get to see players, coaches, the talent, you, you know, all the fans. Everything just gets crazy. The Dreamfire fans. like it, It's just such a fun time. So, highly recommend everyone at least try to go to one because uh, it's absolutely amazing. And then for TSM, I think this is their most impressive LAN one they've ever had. Why is that? So after five games, they had 16 total points. And there was, I don't know how many teams on match point by that point, but Optic was deep in there. FaZe, Dreamfire. Two, four or five Black teams. LG. LG is Blackhand. I think that was it. That's, Black it. Hand, That's yeah. it. That's it. So we had multiple teams on match point. TSM's at 16 total points five games in. Like that seems like it's disaster. And then we get that one skyhook ending. They go and win that game. Then we go over to Stormpoint and they went back to back games. Three wins in a row to close it out. Having to come from those depths, even the struggles that it took for them to get to the finals, like it took that last game clutch for them to even make it through the winner's bracket. They could have gone to the loser's bracket. Who knows what that does to your mentals and how you proceed in that moment. We saw Dark Zero unfortunately crumbled there. The fact that TSM went through all of that, all that adversity, and then still won is insane. Beyond impressive. And I have to completely agree with you. Um, I think... Personally, it, it says a lot about Hal, his growth as an IGL, as a leader, as a person, yes. his ability to stay composed compared to times past. Zach, you've been competing against him for a long time. You know him well. You're obviously an IGL for your teams. Uh, talk about how much of an impact you think Hal had on their ability to stay composed going into Game 5. Well, I mean, he has a lot of support in his system. We all know. We heard it yesterday that reps make some pretty important calls and some pretty important moments that was as a, well. That was and awesome I, think that, I think that support system really you know, helped him out. And... Um, I think it showed a lot. I, one thing that neither of you guys brought up that I think was extremely important is we had Hal on the show yesterday. And one of the one of the biggest things he said, excuse me if I quote this wrong, I am drunk, just full, full, <laughs> full just letting that out there, I'm drunk as shit. But um, I remember Hal saying yesterday about like uh, like something to do with chemistry showing in the biggest moments of adversity, mm, something along yeah. the lines of that. And I mean, 16 points going into game fucking five, close it out on like game eight or game nine. Unreal. I mean, those guys went back to back to back to close it out. That's something not only have we legitimately never seen before, but like the dominance over three games was something that we saw out of Optic actually in the first three games, but they couldn't close it out in game four. Mm-hmm. And um, at, at the end of the day, that is that is easily the most insane ending to a match point final we've ever seen. We watched the 16th place team win 
in three games on game eight or game nine. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, that that's incredible. unbelievable. And well, first, first off, I think you're more well spoken when you're seven drinks in than you are normally because that was very brilliant <laughs> and well said. I agree both of those points. I mean, look, the question about how. I'm fucked up. I need oh, this water. Yeah, we're gonna have a couple more, but no, both those points are, are phenomenal. I asked the question about Hal, but you're right. It's a support system, and he. If you guys have not seen that clip yet, I highly recommend going and looking at the clip. The respect he gave to reps yesterday for his ability to co-IGL, make some really important calls. That actually was the call that allowed them to qualify not for your loser's bracket. Who knows? Maybe they pull a dark zero and they don't make it to the championship finals. Anything's possible, obviously, in a battle royale. Um, and then, of course, it being the most impressive back-to-back-to-back win. I completely agree with that. Anything you'd add there? Yeah, I mean, the fact that, you know, Raven, he went up on stage afterwards, the interview, he says, listen, this isn't about all the strategies and the macro and all that stuff because they kind of figured that out already. There was the beacon changes, which I know they weren't a big fan of, and yet they still overcame that. Meta changes. The meta changes no too. Seer. With no seer, they overcome that. And reps was one of the best seers in the world. Yeah. They get rid of him. You talk about his calls. That was a crucial point with TSM was reps having seer and all that information, what he was able to contribute. And he still was able to do it without seer, where a lot of other teams were not able to adjust without seer. There was a lot of teams that were playing scared. They didn't want to check certain spots because they didn't have that information. It's, it's still just, it blows my mind. Yeah, a lot it. of MNK players moving off of Seer, a lot of support players moving off of Seer over to Bangalore. Mm-hmm. I think that was the most popular swap that we saw through the meta. And I mean, Reps is an outstanding player. We've seen him play so many different legends over so long. Everything from Fuse Jeez. to Gibraltar yep. to Good God. I think at well, one point he even played Watson Path Wraith meta. He played, did he play Watson or did yeah. he Path? He played Watson, right? Yeah, he he Watson. played Watson. He's played it all. He's unbelievable. <laughs> we got Jen Burton. Papa Jen Burton, everybody. Show some love to Papa Jen Burton. Love this guy. It's actually awesome. Seriously. That guy's a legend. It's fantastic. But no, that's a good point. Yeah. No, no. no legend changes. This guy's unbelievable. It'd almost be like, it'd almost be toxic in a way to doubt that he can't swap off Seer to mm-hmm. whatever the fuck is asked from the meta. I mean... That kid's raw. Hopefully he doesn't retire for a very long time and he stays passionate. Hopefully he streams more because that guy's fucking nuts. Damn straight. And look, I I, I just tweeted this. I think a lot of people take disrespect, and I want to hear if you guys do, to a comment that he is, he's Scottie Pippen, um, not MJ. But if without Scottie Pippen, the Chicago Bulls don't do anything. He is 100% the X factor on his team, the the, uh, um, underrated and underappreciated and unrepresented player that makes his team go around. So here's the issue. I completely agree with you, and I understand what you're saying, but those 14K viewers that are watching a video game event might not know the basketball <laughs> Unfortunately. Especially that game 17 year old, sadly, but yeah. It's yeah. A, without reps, this team does not perform the way they do. He I still does agree. not get enough recognition, and um, it's about time we put the, the respect on his name to make sure. Uh, I, mean, I hope he's hope man's getting paid unlike Scotty as well. You know yeah, no, no, reps getting paid. <laughs> All right, no, good. Paid. <laughs> good. Congratulations again to TSM, a dominant win. And then lastly, we talked about reps, we talked about how. Um, you mentioned a little bit about Raven. Uh, what about Verholz? What, what do you think Verholz brought to this team? Maybe that Snipedown didn't. And we'll get that question out of the way before Snipe gets whoa, here. You know, he's going to be here in a little bit. I got something to say on this one, so you guys oh, go shit. first. You guys I, I go first. I think that Evans' versatility is also really underrated. The fact, like, you know, everyone knows how versatile Reps is because we see it physically with like the character changes. Evan has had a change too. We think he was initially the fragger on the Valkyrie. He swaps over to the Catalyst. He's playing a more anchor role these days, and we've seen that with. Him, Jen Burton, a few other players have now swapped into that anchor role where they previously were not. And the fact that he's been able to do that, is willing to take a step back too and allow for his other two teammates to push a lot more forward, I think is incredibly impressive. I think he's the best controller player in the world. It's undisputed at this point. I mean, for all of their roles, they're probably the best in the world, the best team of all time. So, I, yeah, I think that Verhulst and his addition to the fact that 
for three years they had not won a land, and obviously COVID played a part in that. But they they didn't have the same level of success that they did at the very beginning of the game. They add Verholst, and they instantly do. They win that online split one playoffs, and they go and they win this year's split one playoffs, and now champs. I mean, the guy's impact cannot be understated. Completely agree with all those comments. But, Zach, you have a take. I do have a take. I, I mean, I think it's hard to say anyone other than Hal is the best controller player in the world. I mean, MVPs on MVPs on top of IGLing, wall uh, input swapping over all these years. I mean, saying anyone else is the best in the world other than that might be a little bit of a crazy statement. That guy has – he has unfortunately literally done it all and done it all at once, managed all of it, and then still performed the best of everyone in the world – uh, now multiple times. So on two I, inputs. That guy on yeah. two inputs. Yeah. That so guy is definitely the control. best. But I, I will say I think Evan, I think Verholz is easily, easily the most consistent player yes. right now, at least, in the world. I think I don't think there's a more consistent player than Evan. I mean, his attitude, what he brings to a team, uh, his his consistency, which I just mentioned, and then on top of that, like he's he's really good vibes, man. He's always tying it together. When things go he's, bad, I mean, man, he's, Patrick he's one of the that first guys. He's very wholesome. You know, they win a game. He's, yo, good stuff. Like, that's just him, man. That's his personality. And he's the GOAT for that. I, I don't think there's anyone more consistent right now than Evan in the whole world, including Hal. E- Evan is unbelievable. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Consistent, 100%. I think you have to you have to state Hal's the best player in the world without a question. Um, but I do agree that Verhulst is the most consistent player in the world. Look, Hal, Hal said it himself yesterday. He, he threw a few of their games. And he was a big part of the reason that they put themselves in a position where they almost didn't qualify for the championship final. And you know, given a call that was from reps in, in that last game eight, that's what allowed them to, to make it there. So uh, yeah. cons- he brings consistency. And I think I mentioned that in the tweet I posted too. He brings consistency to this team. That's what Verhulst brings the most. It's slaying power and obviously you know, being able to anchor as well. But consistency and composure. Um, you meet Verhulst. Uh, you, uh, you guys all know him. You watch his streams. One of the most composed professional people um, his approach, his acumen, every single event. I'm in the, I'm in the gym in the morning. He's there on the, on the treadmill as well, preparing his preparation. Um, it's impressive for how young he is, um, how composed he is, how structured, structured. Yeah. Right? yeah, his life is very structured. And on top of that, how he handles like the hate and like the I don't I don't want to call it adversity. I, that blows my mind that there's hate towards him. How can no? You? I'm talking from how. Oh, from how? Okay. <laughs> I'm talking from how. There are people on Reddit that, that like to hate. There's a lot of people. Like, what? There's a lot of IGLs that get really caught up in their emotion, uh, emotion, me being one of them, but it's, it's just a really common thing in the APIT scene, and it's not easy being teammates of Hal or Design or Sweet or myself or Zero or anyone. It's, it's not easy like when we lash out in that moment. It's really easy to lash out back, and Evan does an amazing job of, you know, cooling down those situations, not lashing out back at Hal, and he, he takes it well, he cools it down, and they have what seems to be a constructive situation Almost every time, I, that that guy cannot be. It cannot be understated how valuable Evan really is. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, we got a note from our production team uh, to stop touching the table because I guess there's an issue and the mic's picking up. Apologies for any audio issues, y'all. And uh, look, I wish we had the final clip. Um, our production has been actually insane. I hope you guys have appreciated uh, the, the production. We, we invested a lot and had a huge team come and help. And a big shout out to Atrox and uh, BMIC and Chrono for helping with production. Um, but today we're down BMIC. He's enjoying the day off with his family, which is well-deserved. So we don't have that final clip, but I want to talk about that final clip. Yeah. Uh, because Hal blamed himself for making some kind of brain-dead or bad plays, I think, on Horizon. Horizon queued up. Thought he had Nolten didn't. Yeah, again, loses on the winner's bracket round one or winner's bracket final matchup. But he's the one that makes the play with the Horizon queue to initiate a fight. And SAF was... Clueless, there he put him in a blender. Uh, he, it was, it was, it was. Uh, he was only he was the tip of the spear in that final fight. Break down that play for me. What you saw there? 
Yeah, once TSM put the catalyst wall, they took a majority of the end circle, so it felt like they were already an advantage. They also had the high ground. They were the team that was waiting for all the other teams to finish what they were doing and come to them. And they're fighting Starter Fight, who is using a more defensive comp, and in the space that they're in, the comp that TSM is running is going to win. I mean, you have Horizon, and the other team doesn't. That's just such a game-changer. And we talked about you know all these different players' roles. All of that is enabling how to be the guy who entries and he opens and he's willing to take more risks. So we saw him, he took the horizon cube, goes over the wall, lands on the other side, and then he he starts it, his teammates come in to finish it. So I mean it was just a, it was a great win from TSM. I'm still a little bit shocked that Starter Fight did not end up dropping down on TSM earlier in the game when TSM killed the dojo. I don't know how you guys felt about that yeah, moment. It yeah. did feel like Startify was just waiting for so long for there to be knocks, and, yep. and the dojo eventually does end up losing the fight. And there was one knocked on TSM, and they allowed them to reset. I don't know the, the mindset behind it. They did have high ground for quite a bit longer. Um, I mean, you're overthinking it. They just made a yeah. mistake. They just made a mistake. Uh, I, I don't want to be... I don't I, I don't want to talk down on Startify, because right. they did an amazing job, especially yeah. coming from South, what, South America, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did an amazing job, so I don't want to talk down on them at all. But um, no, that was absolutely a, a major mistake on them, which unironically ended up to the tournament ending. Congratulations to TSM. But no, that was a horrible mistake. They definitely are at a level of play where they should be capable of counting the, the notch. You know, they should be capable right. of counting the trades. And you know, being on high ground is advantageous all the way into the point that they were in the game. At that point in the game, it's actually no longer like a good thing. Because right. if you have someone directly below you, you have to drop almost straight into them, right? right? And if you try to like evac from height, that team underneath you can just look straight up and you're getting fried off that zip. Not all three of you are making it, right? So they actually really needed to get off the high ground at that point. TSM and Dojo gave them a perfect opportunity, a perfect out, honestly, almost arguably a free win. It just comes down to a 3v3 black hand, and then the game kind of plays itself out, right? Yeah. Uh, Startify just didn't didn't notice it, and uh, unfortunately, that's what it led to. But fortunately, and hey, we get another dub, so <laughs> and no, hey, I'm not complaining. Which, by the way, I got to put, put some respect in your name. I, I thought you'd be humble bragging by now, but you didn't. Um, I'm impressed. Uh, you called it, man. You called TSM to win. I did. You called Optic to dominate yesterday. So Zach Mazur, the analyst of the century. Which, by the way, I, I literally sent emails to try and get this man to the, on the analyst desk um, at this event. He would have done a fantastic job. I um, see a drink, apparently. It's, apparently, that's all he needs. The most well-spoken drunk man of all time. Maybe that's why he's not on the analyst desk. No, congrats on the call. <laughs> you called it. Um, a, a really, really insane finish. But look, I want to actually mention that you guys talked about the dojo fight. I'm glad you did. Look at this guy. He gets top five, he looks kind of sad, and he comes straight, beeline straight here to join the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric, snipe down Rona, you said you are sad? Uh, yeah, I am fucking sad. Why are you sad, man? You got top six, well, six, five? Six. Yeah. Sixth place. Six. six is good. What's, what's going on in three matter now? I'm just sad, I don't know. It's I, just, fair. I just don't feel like we should have ended six. We had two games we should have won. Yes, played really we well. could have won. Left some points on the board, and... Uh, this, we got to match point and just did not play how we should have. So made some we made some errors and you know. I don't I don't think the zones were in your favor once you hit match point though. Were no, they, they weren't yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. And, and on top of that, like with how you guys play and your guys play style, it definitely wasn't an easy an easy win for you, right? Whereas you saw some other teams like Blackhand landing right next to that end game. I mean. You know, that's that's the part of Battle Royale, that's RNG, you know, and you can't really beat yourself up over that because I'm sure if you got a fucking fish farm zone and you didn't win it, then yeah, beat your own ass, you know, like uh, you got to capitalize on those. But I'm beating I'm a, those other ones are tough. He's going to beat his own ass. I'm beating myself up because <laughs> Phony 
is historically one of the best endgame shot callers, we didn't win a game this whole tournament. Wow. Like, I think we were the only team in that lobby that didn't win a game the whole tournament. Wow. So, like... Do you put, I mean, do you put that on phone? No. No, I mean, yeah, I kind of put that on, like, like I don't know, me and Frex as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like I team, mean, yeah. the, we won games last event. You're looking at it backward. You're looking at it completely fucking backward, bro. If you have arguably the best, one of the best, excuse me, because it's how, if you say the best, but if you have arguably one (laughs) of the best endgame IGLs and you don't win a single game, you're looking at it backwards, bro. That means that you guys played unbelievably in the mid game, in the early game, to get sixth in grand finals with the consistency that you had over the tournament. You hit the drawing board on some of those endgames, boom. I mean, you're, you're, you're putting point averages up that no one could rival. You you had it completely backward. If if Phony's great in endgame, you didn't win a game. Cheers, bro. Hit the drawing board. You guys did amazing. Boom. You're at Still the top. Together. This would have been back-to-back events that we would have gotten top four or higher had we came through the winner's bracket and had any points, points to start. Right. Yeah. You guys put yourself in that spot. Yeah, I mean, like, we did. Like, you know, I, I don't want to go to the winner's bracket. Yeah. Like, that's twice now that we've kind of, like... I mean, we didn't botch it last event. We got we t- tie-break, lost the tiebreaker for 11th or for 10th. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, we ended, like, either 16th or 18th, I think, in winner's bracket finals. And it's like, we go like this. Like, we had we had a 45-point Motherfucker. First, and then an 11 just point, about and then a 55-point to make it. Yeah. And then winner's bracket finals, we dropped, like, 20-something in eight games. Or we dropped 30 points in eight games. And then loser's bracket finals, we dropped 55. And then, I mean, we we played really well. Like, I think, there I, you I go. do think, I'm not disappointed. I, I yeah. do think, like, the first five games, yeah. we played really well. I wish the tournament, I wish Optic would have just fucking pushed energy at the end, like, at the end of game four. You could tell that they were like, oh, boy. And like, ended the they, game? You wish they ended yeah. the game? Yeah. They, they, what place were you? Energy, we were in they third. Were third. <laughs> we were in third, third by, like, a decent amount. Yeah. And energy just fought a team. Two knocked was weak. He got a blue armor swap. The other two were full shields, and they just, like, sat back. Instead of like, instead of pressuring on top of them, you know where that game ended, like the North Pad ending. Right. They yeah. could have climbed up on those on those railways, gotten the height on them. Yeah. They could have like surrounded them, and instead they let energy collapse on them and bring the end game to them. And you could just tell that they were like a little bit, oh shit, this is it. Like, yeah, if like, we win this in the moment, it was like that's those are the differences between Optic and TSM. They they would be on their head instantly, saying like. Well, they had it's another like, chance. Hey, you, you, they did have another in chance. In wall. You play on your back foot, someone's going to bring the game. But in that game, happened. too, they got the first knock. Optic did. They had a 3v2, and they still lost. It, it was yeah, an instant did. trade. It was like an instant trade. It was an instant trade. It was an instant trade, but they let, they let energy climb Sweet their height. Sweet had no shield. They let energy, mistake, yeah. they let energy, energy got really high. Get, get on them, knock yeah. out the first first knock, but they just let them take their height, and then they're shooting down at them. Like it's. They had a shield disadvantage, too. Well, minus Sweet had no shield, so they didn't have a shield disadvantage. But they had blue shield, I think. It was blue. Purple red. Yeah, the purple, I, mean, I, really, like, they shield swap I don't consider okay. twenty five to fifty yeah. damage like yeah, yeah, yeah. any bit of a. So they shield swapping got their shields because they, they. I don't know if you know, but I mean they, they rotated hella early, obviously. Yeah, it was uh, the zone right next. Uh, to zone I saw the zone. Them. I was like optics. Fuck optics very, very much. Yeah. They they put themselves in the right spot, but they had they, they uh they had no shield until obviously they shield swapped again at the end there. But you're right. I mean energy could have or sorry optic could have closed it out right there. Would have been a crazy finish. Instead, yet again we have a TSM win. Um, good or bad for the scene, Eric? In your eyes. Good. I think it's bad. <laughs> like, genuinely, I mean, TSM has tons of fans. I mean, it's good because TSM is the largest fan base, but, like, I, okay, I'm not, it's, it's, it's not bad. Like, I don't want to see this as a negative. It's, it's bad not, for it's me and you. Negative. It's, like, good for the scene. It's, it's, it's for good me. for the scene. It's not a negative, but it would have been better 
had another team like Dreamfire won. Mm. I would have loved to see like a Blackhander or Dreamfire. Black yeah. If if TSM didn't win and we didn't win, I would have loved to see like a Blackhander or a Dreamfire win because that only is going to accelerate the scene more than TSM winning again. That's fast. So That's it's not true. a negative. Both positives, regardless. Hundred percent. Especially a Dreamfire, you know, an MDY White in a region that pe people have no idea how big that the you know Greater China region is. Um, you know, China, uh, Taiwan, etc. Massive. Um, I think it would have been it would have done numbers. Roe is huge on, on Chinese streaming platforms. He pulls in just as many views as Hal. So I agree with that. I think that would have been, been great for the scene. Ultimately, obviously TSM winning, uh, I think agree is is not bad at all. But hey, look, uh, you got a lot to be proud of, man. Top six. You guys played well. You couldn't finish, which is really interesting. And, and uh, but at the end of the day, I know that you know there's a Snipe Downs channel. Uh, for those that are not part of Snipe City right now, or those that are maybe subscribing and becoming part of Snipe City, show love to Snipe right now. Everyone that watches him every day, uh, people that came from Halo back in the day, like I did. I know you guys uh, are proud of him, and uh, and, and he, he, you should be proud as well, Eric. He played really, really well. You showed up in the finals. That I get to be the prowler. Yeah, you the prowler. You played out of your mind. No, right? that was Game nuts. One? You were fucking that was feeling Game it. One you, it. When you when died, you just stood up yeah. instantly. Yeah, no, you were fucking. You were feeling, feeling it, it, bro. You were feeling it. You if really uh, well. if Drop didn't get that red swap, you killed him, and you hit the other guy like seventy five flesh. That was your win. That was a really smart yeah. swap by Drop when he didn't need it. He was like seventy five perk, and he swapped really? to a red. Oh, is that who I shot as he slid to the right? Because I thought I yeah, the guy that swung to the right, that guy that killed you in the end was two hundred. It was like two hundred and ten health, and he swapped a red. And he had 75 health on purple. He just made a, it was just a yeah. smart play. Yeah. I, and you, you know, it's funny. I say, though. I'm sitting here as the biggest hypocrite of all time saying, show some love to Snipe Down. Meanwhile, I continue to disrespect him and Face Clan by keeping them out of my top 10 yeah, predictions. you actually did. Like, I don't <laughs> think you predicted us doing well. I did. Never. Never so once. I, yeah, I want to speak to that, though. I feel like. By the way, uh, I had to take off his hoodie because, you know, this guy was repping the entire time yeah. in the front row. Like, he's our number one right here. Yeah, for real. Here's what I'll say, though. I, I do think that, you know, I understand why you're disappointed because, you know, talking to you about last lane, you guys are talking about leaving points on the board and how you feel like you could have done better. But a lot of people still doubted you, despite the fact you got top five last Hello. game. And so <laughs> people are still going to doubt us now. Yeah, I know. We but, well, the but reason the is that it's the consistency issue. Is a, it back. No, we don't the have the, the you show up in finals time. We don't have like the insane individual players that like some of these other teams have that do like the crazy, crazy plays, like the the how, and, right. like, the zero, and right. Jennifer, and, and like well, the effects. Like we don't have that. So you play as a team. I've seen this for a decade, over a decade now. Like. The flashier the players on the team are, the more people in the community and the public are going to get behind those Fair. teams. Fair. If you're just like the Spurs in the NBA when they were ahead of Dynasty, people didn't like them because That's they weren't fun point. to watch. They were just fundamentally the best, the best team. That's, That's where point. we are as a team. We are fundamentally sound. That's a great point. But we're not. And I'm like, glad you're saying that too. Because I won't say it. You know, uh, sorry, I will say it because you won't. You obviously wouldn't say it about yourself. But people continue to put so much disrespect on your name. Um, like I, I just got to be True. real. And, you say the same thing, right? Everyone always likes to say, you know, snipe down, leaves TSN, they get better, or he's, he's washed, he's old, he's this, he's that. I'm incredibly disrespected. It's insane how disrespected you are, in my opinion, by, by people that don't, don't uh, recognize. That what I, I think a, a, a big aspect of that disrespect comes from a lot of people outside the scene, and even some people inside the scene, actually majority of people inside the scene, don't actually realize how valuable it is to have, like, a structured, respectful, uh, consistently, like, building teammate. Like... You don't always need three Imperial House. You don't need three effects. Like you can have a really sound structured environment with like strong mechanical players that aren't gonna be the most flashy, the best player in the world, but you you know, you put the right players together and, right. and it's it's how you build properly, right? And, and it shows at the end of the day uh, Alliance in effect, you know, top 
18, I think, you know, the flashy, flashy pickup, uh, phase back-to-back top six finishes. So again, kudos to you. Um, well, the last thing I want to ask on that note, and then we're going to show the leaderboards in a second. But the last thing I want to ask, why, why the inconsistency? Like, that's what got me not predicting you guys, is the inconsistency. What is causing say, the highs to be so high and the lows to be so low? I wouldn't say the lows are that low. The lows are pretty mid. We don't, we're not a sleigh-heavy team. So when we're not rotating the right way, we're not getting the kills either. Like we, we need to find the balance of, we still have not found the balance of when to play for KP because we're always trying to get a spot or force something that might not be good. Like there were a couple times this tournament where there were teams under us that were in bad spots and we're trying to like force a wall inside instead of just guaranteeing the KP plus placement points and then maybe getting more out of that. And I think that that's, I don't, I don't know if Phony, maybe, maybe Phony's not like as confident in our fighting ability or, or what it is as an IGL because that comes down to him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely, I mean, we got fifth and sixth. We're a brand new team. There's a lot of improvements still to be made, and I think that we have a bright future. So, I had something to say on that, actually. Yeah, this is just an idea. This may not be true. You can disagree or agree. It's all good. But, I mean, outside of Optic and uh, Furia a couple of lands ago, right, they are outliers in my opinion. Like, uh, you know, the early rotate, uh, it seems to be like a playstyle that's super, super, super strong in um, match point. And I think that's one of the things that you guys excel at. Definitely Phony excels at. And that's why you guys are going to continue after this to show up time and time again in these match point formats. But like in these group stages where it can get a little bit more scrappy, it can get a little bit more messy. You know, you're seeing like 11 squads, 12 squads, zone two, zone three. It's, it's just, a, it's a different game. And I think Phony probably excels more in that more structured grand final style environment. And I think there's other IGLs that do the same thing. Like how, like zero and so on and so on. So... That was one of the things that I was like, well, their mids are mid, but it doesn't mean they suck. It, ju it just means the lobby isn't playing out what, how, how they excel. They can play a certain style and they dramatically excel at that. If they can't do that in a certain lobby, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna suck a little bit. I mean, this is like what, what happened. We are better when the best teams I think are in the lobby, even though we didn't show it in the winner's bracket finals. I feel like that was kind of an outlier. We had our games, but winner's bracket finals, like it was seven out of eight zones that weren't in our favor and the two zones that were in our favor, we didn't have beacon. Like yeah, that series that was, was incredibly was unlucky zones. for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, that series was incredibly unlucky mm -hmm. for us. So I, I genuinely think we are just a team that does better when teams are playing smarter. We're able to rotate properly. We kind of are able to predict more of what's happening with teams around us. And I think I genuinely, this is why I picked Phony up in the first place. I think he's top five. IGL. Yeah. Like I agree I, with you. I, anything he says, I am you all, all aboard to. Like I know people have questioned me and you know counter calling and all this crap. I think that's just a false narrative. Even um, with phase they question it? Hmm? Even with phase they question it or with how you're just, It's just me in general. In general. Like what, what snipe down, he just counter calls, he causes this drama and internal I'm just like whatever. Like I, I don't Not think sure. that narrative has been as strong as it was previously, but yeah, I mean I phony like we live and we die by his calls and we, we have no issue. With that at all. So. AJ, final thoughts yeah. on phase. I do want to add to the, you talking about you're better when the best teams are in the lobby. I feel like even in winner's bracket, it's not the same as match point because there reaches a point where the teams at the bottom, the teams at the top don't have pressure anymore. Like there's certain teams that realize like we're not going to qual, so they just start trying to take every fight possible to try and get the massive KP game that might send them through. And the teams at the top, once you reach in the eight game sets that like 40, low 40s point mark, you, you kind of realize like you're going to qual and you might have two games left so the pressure's not there anymore so you're not playing the same way you would in a match point lobby where every placement matters for prize money and then having to reach match point you got to worry about those teams close it out because there's always a chance you could come back like TSM just did 
And so I do think that y'all's play style is very much suited to those specific kind of lobbies. And like you said, you just quite haven't found that balance of how to turn it on when the lobby isn't like that yet. Yeah, find the other play style that fits the other lobbies, right? right? That's There's definitely an aspect of that that's really important. There's some other teams that have that balance a little bit more fit out that have been teams longer than you guys have, right? And that, I think that'll just come with time. It'll be fine, it'll work itself out. I think we should probably move on to the leaderboard that's, though. That's, that's right. Yeah. We've yeah. talked a lot yeah. about Ray's. Yeah. We talked a lot, about, a TSM. lot about TSM. That's right. It's time to move on. Leaderboards. Thank you, my co-host Zach. This guy's a natural. Just look at this guy. Oh, uh, I'm both so blue. drunk. I need another water. That's all he needs. <laughs> look at this guy, man. First off, I was gonna mention. I, I need a water. I don't need that. Here's your water. Here's your water. Design water. pulls up from oh, the dojo. Fine. This is a great next discussion. Right. We talked about it a little bit. I was gonna say this on stream. Uh, but then we talked about other things. Eric walked in. The dojo. I saw Designful. He immediately bolted out of the venue, needed a breather uh, because this guy holds a high standard for himself and he believes that he should be the LGS champion right now. Um, yeah. Designful, you told me what happened. Um, break it down, man. Uh, you versus TSM. You guys had a chance to take TSM out and win the tournament potentially. You take that spot. What happened? That's all good. I'm going to leave now. Huh? <laughs> uh, no, nah, there was just a lot of fights today that just came down to just lack of... Uh, Play time together, you know, uh, and ex like an experience being with each other, and uh, yeah, the story was there. It was there for the grabbing, but uh, I think the story still happened. To be, you know, fair. I, yeah, think, yeah, I think it panned sometimes, out. Bro. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. wide swings are hit, you know, and I'm usually the one doing it, so I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be too mad. I mean, fourth place, well, fucking. Take and for those, it, that, those that don't know what, what happened with the wide swing, the, that's his personality. We wasn't him. That wasn't him. No, we oh. were. TSM was pushing up the spider cave in zone, wasted all their ults, and all he had to do was stay on the height. And I mean, literally right in wall, I was screaming that it was Digi there. And enemy like panicked because I mean, it not really panicked, but he saw that they were all stuck in the corner. So instead of just waiting for them to have to walk out of that corner, he swung all the way into the open, and they were all just preaming it with Digis. And uh, and so not. Yeah, that I, I, I fucking slammed the desk and because I knew, I knew that was that was. Did you know it was TSM? No, after I saw it was them, I knew that I knew the tournament was over. Wow. That was the fight. They uh, went from there every time. I, there were so many times we were literally in the god spot, and it was just there was a, an unfortunate couple mistakes. But I think I made like the best calls and like macro rotates of my fucking life today. So, no, wow. you guys played insane. Wow. You guys played insane. On top of that, like they said, bro, like. While it did line up, it was possible. way better IGL than Zach. My God, I'll give you that for now, bro. I'll give you that for now. I'll give you that for now. For now, um, yeah, for now. Don't get that confused. <laughs> yeah, but I, I agree. Okay, go ahead. You're you, you guys, you all three made some great calls. It does suck on that wide swing that last game, and I'm sure it was fucking miserable for you to watch it out because you knew from the get go the second you hit that death recap and you saw it was their names. Oh yeah, the admins were like, put your headphones back on. I'm like, <laughs> You're like, it's fucking over, man. <laughs> they told me that too and I was like, oh, no. I, I saw where TSM was, I was like, they always win from there. No, like, it's, no, it's we over. literally, so. And that's your spot. No, 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 I, I know, know that somebody's gonna play in there. So we peeked it, we saw there was a team in there. I had us, we, we crafted medkits and wall. We wide wrapped all the way around, came down from like the prowler side of lightning rod. We, we, we had four medkits each or three medkits each, popped the medkits, walked in for free triple purple, and then we set up right in front of the fucking spider cave. I was like, if we just sit here, the height, like they can like extend all the way over and shoot us, but they're not supposed no, to like, do that. Yeah, like that's not, not a good idea. 
I was like, we just gotta fucking kill this team, man. The spider team, like, this is easy. Like, nah, that was the fight for the win. You knew oh. it. You knew it. And yeah. here's what I gotta say is that, you know, you and I talked about when we were outside a little bit. First off, you should be proud, man. It's an insane finish. Top four, first event as a team. Proved a great wrong. story. Proved everybody wrong, dude. You got top four finish at the in, championship. You are an LCQ team. It's insane. CC and, team. Oh, oh, CC team. Yeah. You, were, you were team for a month, if even that. It's crazy. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, enemy, enemy, enemy swing. Look, he's a 17, maybe just turned 18-year-old no, like high schooler. He was fucking going crazy. He literally killed all of KCP on like one of our rotates in. Like one that, dude, that, all that, <laughs> and we're like, all right, for sure. Like, I mean, there's a couple, th- the, the thing is, is like, he's, that's why I couldn't get mad. He's like old me. He'll clip like three people in a row. And he'll just fucking black out. It's the controller thing. It's, it's just a thing when you're like younger, you play, yep. like when you're playing competitive. Like once you like hit like three one clips in a row, start seeing red. Yeah, you just it's you black out. You it, start seeing red. It's, it's hard, especially with so. adrenaline hits. Hard to control. Uh, future's bright for that young man. AJ, final thoughts on the dojo before we jump to scoreboards. I thought it was a crazy run. Like there's so many questions about could y'all's playstyle actually work on land? The alliance contest, never you know building no, up of effect and all this stuff. That was not you. <laughs> you, you guys. You come to land, you handle the contest. First off, I do want to ask you on what was it? Winners bracket game seven. What what? Ha- why did y'all decide to go back to thermal? Because y'all were struggling kind of up until that point. Those final two games, you go to thermal, you kill alliance, momentum swings. Um. So I played to the like the boys. They wanted to. So in scrims and shit, they contested them a bunch with like a sub. Yeah. And like yeah. they just weren't feeling confident. But like I I was always like not there or like Timmy wasn't there, and the score was pretty even when. It was just us, actual like the actual rosters three versus three. But I was landing on the height, and then mm-hmm. they would three v two down low, and I would drop late. And then eventually, I was like, I'll just land down low with you guys, and we started slamming. I'm like, we'll just take the straight up fight. And we played that. We played the sky east. I, I played the safe route, and then game seven came around, and I was like, listen, guys, this is only winners. Worst case, we go to fucking losers. Yep. We've been playing like pussies. We've been playing like pussies, and, and the results show. Jeez. Like. Like we're in fucking 19th place. We should not be here. You know the POI um, well. You've contested that for I, literal I years. That, I said, let's <laughs> let her not tank. Well, worst case, we go to losers and run it all the way back up. Like, let's just fucking ball out. Like, ball the fuck out. Let's go. And they were fucking down. They, they, <laughs> they rode out. They fucking teed up. I didn't even go crazy on the contest. I got, like, the first knock. But then I traded myself because I didn't know effect was on height. But, uh, no, Timmy and, and Enemy. Enemy actually more so was fucking teeing off on those fucking contests. So. Timmy with the PK. Yeah, he hit the PK twice. Dude, the first one today, yeah. they had purple, blue, fucking yeah. everything. Neither of my teammates had a gun. I had a rampage and did like 300 damage <laughs> on them queuing up. It was crazy. Yeah, I was just LT spamming like Fortnite. Yeah, that, that's too funny. <laughs> but, well, look, at the end of the day, man, uh, a remarkable strong for the dojo. And I got to say for you specifically, man, look, I've been casting you now for four years. I you know, used to love hyping up famous as boys, coming from PlayStation to PC and that, that narrative. Um, your journey has been so up and down and at so many points you could have given up. You became kind of a villain for something, you know, in Apex and, and, and you're one of those outspoken and best personalities. We're, we're lucky to have you in the scene and the fact that you were able to ride your way back to the top after struggling alongside this bald man for, for, for a bit. first time on land. Because enemy for, last wait, was time, you went out. Was this your first time? No, wait, what? Well, this I, I went out yeah. in like fucking 38th. Enemy went out in like 38th. And like, that's just like a, like a, a confidence thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. You're unsure. Like yeah, I that was a champ's last year, right? Enemy yeah. went out early. Timmy never went to land. That's right. Uh, my, my big what if was like, are we going to have the confidence to do this? Huh. But I mean, Bronzy, big part of it. Uh, and the boys just fucking locking in and just... Not caring, like it's I, awesome. I feel like every, they were confident. Every game, I was like, 
I was like, everybody's fucking scared. Let's go. Let's go. Ice in the veins. Last 30 minutes of your fucking life. Every that's match. Nuts. Let's go. Let's go. That's the hype he brings, man. That's the designful hype. Yeah, that, that's insane. And that, that is exactly right. It's a team and a roster. And I don't know if you saw my tweet before the, the thing went live, but it's a team and a roster of everyone who's faced adversity in their career. Even Enemy in his young career, you know, he was like next up. He was the, the, the rising star. I called him the, the rising star award of, of split one with oxygen. He was insane. And then he goes to land and gets get shit on. And you, you got 38th. Oh, yeah. By chance. the way, can I put a thing out there? Yep. It was not my call to fucking rap TSN. I, I, dude, I felt <laughs> horrible. They were so pissed off. Bro, I felt that. so fucking bad. I was like, Timmy, this is fucked. He's like, he's like, just land on me. Like, we're going to do this. And I was like, all right, fine, dude. You want to hear something funny? So I'm in the crowd, right? Because I can't qual because I'm piece of shit. And in I'm wall. laughing so my Timmy ass off. Timmy land on, in wall with him. And we just sat there on the steps. And I'm waiting for how to come up, dude. Wait, we got to skip the story. We got to go to Leaderboards. I'm sorry, Zach. Okay. I'm sure it's a funny story, but I'm sorry. I think it's a drug well, no, story. I, just, I, I thought it was a science call because I didn't let him contest them. No, okay. the, I, I didn't want to fuck with it. I even wanted to let them grab banner, but like realistically, we need the fucking. I players. thought it would like, be all for sure his call. Like, yeah, but, I'm getting worried for production. We gotta move. We gotta move on to the, to the leaderboard here. But now, kudos to the dojo. Like you said, an enemy actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, people keep showing up. And up. You showed up. And... Let's take a look at the leaderboard. Let's take a look at the rest of the stories here. We, we have to talk about optic. We have to talk about black hand. Black hand, the most consistent team this weekend. If I didn't die, this yes. Well, you agree with that? Absolutely. Hundred percent. They were no. Those guys. As soon as I knew it was going to be Digi Day, I was like, ooh. Thank God it didn't switch until like the last game because if it was Digi Day all day today, Black Hand would have ran a fucking. And for, and for those that maybe are, are, are newer to Apex and don't understand, you know, Digi Day obviously in the Crafter, but these three play a mouse and keyboard, and they play Bang they play Bangalore Watson. Yeah, buff controller. It's right. Yeah, buff controller, totally. And um, <laughs> a digi, the digi thread in game on three MNK players with a Bangalore with Bangalore smoke nerfing aim assistant controller um, is is massive, and obviously they took that to their advantage. They played really well all weekend. Kudos and shots to them. Uh, Eric, of this list right here, which team do you want to talk about? What? What? Uh, obviously not phase, not TSM. I can't believe we only took three hundred damage of zone. Oh wow. How much damage from climatizer? You guys you took the most. Three, you guys always take the most. Three point eight k. You guys love to rap. You took you? all top five. We always got our fucking sunglasses on. Yeah, that's right. Bro, like, Eric, pick one team. Mean. Pick one team. What? What? Uh, who do you want to talk about? He's only he can pick two teams. <laughs> Him and yeah, we've already, we've already talked. Oh, well, we've already talked about Dojo, TSM, Phase. Optic, us, Black Hand. You guys talked about Optic. Yeah, we barely talked about Black a little bit. No, we did not talk about Optic. Barely, barely. Yeah. Uh, pick Optic or Black Hand. I That's mean, I wish I, I wish I knew more about Dreamfire, bro. The, the support that that team has is so like commendable Dude. at the at these tournaments because yeah. obviously all the EU teams have insane support because we're in Europe. But right. the support that like Dreamfire has and some of these other teams is just like that first game it's, had me it's nervous. awesome to hear in the stands. That first game had me fucking ner- or second game with Dreamfire. That shit had me nervous. Dude, they were well, they got forty three points and like yeah they dropped like a twenty kill. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty wild. I but was I was terrified. And they on top. I think we had, I might be faded. Uh, I think we had seven teams in the finals, right? Uh, what are the five of them are top six? Yep. That's impressive. NA is still on top, but Apex South, big showing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Moist guys are insane. Didn't have the best placement today, but those guys are insane. Dreamfire, I would say that's a great placement. And then Blackhand, of course. I mean, those guys are fucking nuts. Apex South, big showing. And I do want to add on Apex South. Ironblood Gaming getting 10th. They were also an LCQ team. And the fact that they made this run as well. I've already seen some people start talking about Apex South deserves more spots because they only get five for each land. I think they do. Because, I mean, they've proven that... I mean, this might be a hot take to y'all, but I think they're the second best region in the world. It's not even close. I don't think it's a conversation. I don't even think it's close. I think it's, it's NA and then Apex South. For sure. Yeah, it's not close. If, it's they had, if they still had Dark Zero, easily. 
Oh, yeah. They could all... It's, yeah. it's even. Then. Yeah. That's what I said the other day, yeah. Yeah. But they no. don't, so... They know, don't. Any, any <laughs> we're definitely... Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, how many we're definitely we've seen NA at the top of the leaderboards? I mean, we got three of five... Or four of five in the top and five of six in the top six. I mean, last event it was top five was all NA. So uh, when it comes down to the finals lobbies, I think the NA teams know how to put the points on the board and get to match point. Yeah, we know better how to pop those blue shoes. And in groups, man. And in groups. I just a dominant region yeah. right now. Hard. Hard. groups. Stay hard. Three, <laughs> like I said, three Apex South teams on this list, though. Three out of seven Apex South teams that qualified seven total, obviously, for this event in the top ten. IBG slipping in the top ten, for me, I think, is you, you know, tip your hat to that over the legs of Alliance and uh, NRG and a few others. Uh, KCP always always performs in the final. Whenever Nasky makes it to the finals, he, he performs split one. True. It's probably so play style they're contested. I mean, that one time they got carried by Rambo hard. Yeah, <laughs> Rambo yeah, is mine. Rambo, dude, the, the top four at ALJ Champs last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just Wait, happy. He fucking stole a game from us. The very first game at the Waterfall of Cascades. He was a... He was a rat and he yeah. solo went up. And that was the insane. That was that was my, yeah, that was my favorite was my favorite call of all time. The Rambo was a monster call. Yeah, that was he, he put up his own. But overall, Damn, KCP always finds man. a way to show up. Like FaZe, I think both of them always show up in the finals. Um, you know, so a really, really solid job from them. I'm also just happy that three of our four people coming to this Greece after party placed top ten uh, and made some money because uh, we're Yo, gonna my bad on the last one. Uh, wait, wait, what last one? Yuki. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fucker. That's right. This guy I could have showed up. They said they were going. East. They said they were going fragment east. I know. I, I asked them in the walk-in too. I was like, "You guys pulling a fast Wait, one on us?" They did. They no. you, they you, did. You didn't know. They did no, 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 no. They, yeah. they said they're going. They told me yesterday. I thought they told you. No. Nah. Oh yeah, for sure. They're gonna tell me. They when didn't update. The, I thought the they updated. Drama. No, we didn't. Yeah, no. They actually told everyone. The thing is, we knew first game because it makes the most sense. If you can stop that momentum first, if you're gonna contest, you do it first game, or you don't do it. Yeah. You you take the fucking momentum and keep running with it, or you just don't fucking do it. But like, I'm pretty sure like the third time I was just like, whoa, these guys are still fucking coming here. What's yeah. After the second, okay, the first one was a landslide. The second one was a little bit closer, but you guys still like it. It was one. Yeah. And then after that, it's like you guys just lost pretty hard. Well, we, it's like, match point format. You know it's gonna go probably seven or more games. Just just. I Arguably think, go somewhere else, I you know, you don't like want to play five, his bottom five. I think like five of the eight times they were landing before us. Like they were killing us on the jump master and we were still winning. So I was just, I was like, why are these guys coming back? Like what's going on? And they didn't have good storm point games on games three or four yeah, too, which is why it was really confusing that they went back after the switch back yeah. to World's Edge. Cause I, figured, I mean, it's always going to be a thing, man. Hockey it has just as big of an ego as me going. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I'm sure next land. There's and that that's been their spot. Like it's been your spot. Yeah. It's been their spot since day one. There's, there's no way. There's no way they're going to go from playing an edge team in thermal station to being monument and being lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But ultimately, you guys, you guys handled logistics again. Dojo in fourth place. Congratulations to them. We actually have a clip uh, from Dojo. I didn't think we were going to have clips tonight because we're, we're short. Beamick, but Chrono, Atrox, the best. Let's take a look at this clip from It's Timmy. Never mind. He said he's ready in Discord and he's, he lied to me. He's not ready. We do not have a clip from Discord the chat, anymore. The chat wants us to talk about energy. Apparently, yeah, that's we, good. apparently we haven't talked about We should talk about it. I was actually going to flip to the second well, page. Well, we need a second page to talk about let's energy. Flip, let's flip to the second page first. We are not going to talk about this clip. I was led astray via our Discord. We have Ascendant in 11th, Moist in 12th, E6 13th, SAF representing South America in 14th, Energy all the way down in 15th place. What went wrong for energy? I mean, the they biggest play. surprises here are energy and oxygen. Honestly, Actually, I don't well. think Alliance is a huge surprise because they chose to contest. Moist, someone is too. You, yeah, they chose to contest, yeah. But well, it was Alliance or Dojo top five and whoever won. Yeah, it. honestly. I mean, Took the momentum and ran. And they smoked them, so um, 
But sure. energy, energy and oxygen, they I think, are, are, are the, the two biggest surprises. Moist, moist is always... I, like, they've ended around there, I think, a couple times. I would have expected them to do a little bit better, man. They're, they're fucking insane, but I'm not going to like... It, it's not like 12th is a bad placement for the teams that they're going up against. I mean, this is, a, this is the top 20 at the end of the day, but Moist is insane. I think the, the surprise with energy comes from earlier. the fact that they won a game. Yep. They won a game and got 15th, which is... And at that point, they were sitting 33 like points five. total. They, they were in the top five, yeah. yeah. They were in the top five after that. And then after that, like, I don't think they got more than three points in a game. After that, they got one point the remaining four games. Every game they got one point? No, no, no. Zero, zero, one, oh, zero. Oh, wow, wow. That's, yeah. yeah, that's very unusual. That's momentum. Because... It's just one zero. You get in your head a little bit. Some shit happens. And it's hard to sometimes jump out of that pit. Uh, that's fucking tough, bro. One point in four games. Yeah. yeah. Another big story here. Realize gets top ten. Zach, maybe the numbers. I'm happy for Realize. Um, we talk a lot, we, yeah, we talk a lot about we yep. talk a lot about NA. We got to show love to APAC North. Realize gets top ten. Yeah, proud of them as well. They played well, consistent throughout the weekend. A top ten finish is solid, but overall, I think the reality is I think a lot of APAC North fans. They were contested by KCP, yeah. and KCP yeah. actually won almost all of those. KCP contests like was, yeah. I want to see KCP versus freaking Dojo here on the contest right now. Yeah, and no, they're both flying high. No, no. That'd be sick. That's you have Zane in your team. You have enemy and we have two controllers. They have one. <laughs> Zane was pretty good. Um, but the overall story for APEC North is Pulverex uh, uh, in 17th, Enterforce in 20th, Realize gets top 10, but only three APEC North teams here. They continue to be uh, just a step behind other regions, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, that's where that argument that Jayhawk was making earlier, does APEC South deserve more slots? And if, uh, if they do deserve more slots, they have to disappear from someone else. They can't just spawn in more. Who does it come from? The argument has to be made, unfortunately, for... Uh, APAC North. I think. I think it's not a surprise this line. Not a surprise. Really? Because this is the most team fight meta, and APAC North plays zone, bro. They play like Crypto, Watson, all those comps, like Newcastle. They're playing the zone comps, you know? Right. They're, they're not playing that. There's only maybe like one or two teams that play that fighting comp, but they still incorporate like the Newcastle yeah. and all that stuff. They just haven't adapted to that, just run it down mid, you know? They, they, it's, a, it's a very zone play style region. So. Is that why you think Fnatic didn't qual? Because they were the shock. Of no, those guys are fighters. Those no, guys they're fight. the fighters. So them not being Someone there. Wrong. If, if anyone was going to place well, it would have been Fnatic for sure. Right. But them going out early was unfortunate. Gabriel Tucson goes out uh, in 34th or something along those lines. Reception too, yeah, yeah, and reception as well. Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, really interested to hear what happens. The LGS year four, they obviously announced the LGS year four is coming. And they actually included the word fall. This fall. I saw that. And it's coming sooner than that. I thought it'd be not until December. Or I've heard a couple yeah. leaks there, or something. Yeah, like there, there are some rumors, none of which are confirmed. I can say that confidently. That uh, Pearly was... Potentially starting all the way in January, and if that happened, holy shit, we all would have be, been bored. Not that they said that fall can't happen, so but they said so I assume fall is going to be late fall, which is November. That's why I that sounds that. great. What is that? A month and a half? It's not too bad. That's too much. Two months. That's less two and a half months. We'll, we'll take that. AJ, you obviously you, you study the scene a lot. I want to I want to file uh, uh, tap off on that uh, APEC North conversation. Um, did you do you, you disagree with the design coming into this tournament? Did you think APEC North was going to perform? Be honest and, and tell us why. No. And, and I feel bad saying that, but last lane I was way more confident because I, I believed that Fnatic actually had a chance to really take the whole thing. They Obviously in the finals they don't end up doing that. And the fact that Fnatic was 10th last lane when they didn't, I love all of the rest of APAC North, but Fnatic to me is really the only team that I could see actually like doing it on match point. 
And so they didn't do it. They lose a few spots. North Epson made a lot of changes. Riddle made changes. There were just so many teams coming into this land from APAC North that were poaching players, and it led to a bunch of different stuff going on that, no, I was not the biggest believer in APAC North. I'm not super surprised. CR is CR. Crazy Raccoon, yeah. They were supposed no, to come no, to the CR, 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 right? that's, that's, that's not. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it was Raz, right? Yeah, and, which and it's a shame that they weren't able to be here too because Crazy Raccoon, probably out of any Apex org, has probably the biggest fan base oh, in the world. Did like, Pulverex make it because they didn't? Who made it because they didn't? It was uh, Area 310. Hmm. Yeah, which they were the third place LCQ team and then they got signed. I don't know what yeah. the team name was, but they got signed because they were coming to champs. Yeah. In, interesting stuff. Any, final, any other thoughts on, on NRG? We mentioned, uh, I think we didn't talk too much about it, but a lot of people thought coming in, they dominated the lower bracket finals, I mean, farmed. And then... Um, we all said top five. We had new predictions yesterday. Yeah. We almost, put, yeah. almost every one of us put them in our to the top, top five. Staging. You think staging is the Maybe reason they didn't do good? I don't think staging nerfed him. This guy's a legend. Thank you. Appreciate I think Beacon Changes. I think checkpoints suck. I think, I mean, at the end of the day... I think checkpoints versus the staging. At the end of the day, we don't know until guess, we like hit the VOD. There's so many better POIs for like a, a respectable team like NRG on World's Edge that they should not be stuck at fucking staging. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That countdown is a probably a solid one for them to go for. Yeah, interesting. Oh. I think vibes had a lot to do with it. I mean, he mentioned they got one point in four games, and yeah. I mean, as a spectator, I remember seeing Sweet like freaking out after one of the deaths, and it was rightfully so. Uh, if I remember correctly, Nathan kind of. Threw it pretty hard. It was Walty yesterday said he sat next to NRG and he's never heard worse vibes in his entire life. Uh, so we just screaming. Like, I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it doesn't. I mean, we all have to watch the vods and that'll that'll tell. But for the time being, that's like the only thing I have to really say. Maybe that had something to do with it. One point in four games, something had to crash. Yeah. All so right. back to the. I'm gonna bring this up because this Please is do. the hot topic of NRG, and I've thought about this question so many times. Do you think they make a roster change? No shot. No way. I don't know no who shot. they could no get way. that would be an upgrade. It's but, not about an upgrade. It's just about how good their current roster is. I don't even think you can think of saying. an upgrade. I don't think you dude. can fit. I don't know who would be better for that team. I think Shiny coming on as a coach when Sweet didn't want to have a coach for a long time is going to help them in the long term. they got to work on consistency, and ultimately they, they make no change. They have a great roster. They picked up Gildersons. They stole them from Liquid or Xset. I think they need to ultimately work on their consistency, and I think their consistency and lack thereof is caused by lack of vibes and kind of the ups and downs and, and of, of, of that for them. And then also preparation practice, which I think Shiny's going to help with. That's my take. Anyone else disagree? I think a roster change would be a mistake. Yeah. Uh, it, it depends when Pro League starts. I mean, there's honeymoon phases with, ros with rosters. It's a very common thing in Apex. You could argue Dojo's going through one right now, or they're going to be consistently like this forever. Yeah, Who knows? You say they're going through a roster change? You sip in that head no, it, it was all honeymoon. It was all honeymoon. Never fucking happened. It did not happen. <laughs> Never fucking happened. This guy's sipping Haterade. Alright, so okay. uh, back Nate just tweeted an hour ago, well, GG's TSM, just the greatest to do it. Do I run it back year four, or, or is that it for me? There's a lot of players who have said that. He's not the only one. Yeah. So it's up Nocturnals and, uh, and some terrible shambles. Sykes at the event, my man, consumed quite a few. Sykes was drunk as shit. Yeah. Me and Sykes both tweeted. drank way too much. Did he tweet? He's, oh, he's, he's like, I've been drinking, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and it turned from that to, I played so bad, it's all my fault, fallout uh, conversations. Um, yeah, no, but I, I feel for them. Ro let's talk roster changes, though. It's a big discussion. We have year four around the corner. Let's talk roster changes. Well, which, teams, which teams make roster changes? I don't think NRG should, depending on how much time it is between the next pro league, right? I mean, the Nathan shoes are really hard to fill if they're fillable at all. On top of that, you have to work with Sweet. I mean, we had Walsy saying it was the worst vibes he's ever heard ever, yeah. right? 
Like, it's not just people you can just slot in and say good luck and it'll work, right? So I hope NRG don't make a roster change. I think they're a phenomenal team. And then, I mean, the obvious ones to touch on after that, you guys touch on NRG, but after that, you know, 100 Thieves, Complexity. Um, who was uh, right next to them? There was someone right next to them in like 15th, 16th. Um, oxygen. 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 I don't think I don't Oxygen think make a change. Make, I don't yeah. think they should either. Me either. There's unless, some, unless someone gets poached, that's the only yeah, thing they can A lot of people saying Roster Mania is going to hit, but honestly, I don't know how hard it will hit this it, time. I think your energy stays, I mean, unless Nathan quits. No, it's gonna Nathan's too young to quit. Energies. Nathan's too good to quit. I, he's just so, um, like, he goes on IA, doesn't play the game for a while. I, I, that, that, that I don't understand. I think a lot of NA teams underperform this event compared to usual, so mm -hmm. there is going to be a bigger roster mania. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 100 Thieves is the biggest, without a question. Yeah. I've already heard some things. I definitely think this is going to be a roster mania. I think NA, I think we've already proven it as well, that we have some of the most, like, bad mentals as well when it comes to tough losses, and I think some people might overreact in this situation. Uh, maybe they had a tough day, they didn't make a a certain quality they wanted to have. I mean, they're a phenomenal team, but maybe they overreact, take it away. They they yeah. shouldn't, you know, long term. But I hope, I hope, one team I hope stays the same is Xset. I, they played really bad, yeah. obviously, but I, I hope they stay well. You think they'll stay I the same? I don't. I mean, I, this nocturnal, is one bad I don't know performance compared to so much consistency in that fucking roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so much consistency. Just top five in everything. For the last a good year. one is complexity. Since champs last year. Yeah. Yeah. Since champs last year, complexity is a big. Discussion point you're saying? I think a big, a super big one. I think complexity is definitely a roster where you know they could look to maybe poach someone like Koi or go in maybe a, a different direction, pick up you know maybe a second. Who you replace on that complexity? Someone else. You, you don't think so, Eric? Who do you replace? Who do you replace? Koi going to complexity is the most lateral move ever for Koiful. It doesn't. It doesn't help. I don't think. I don't think there's any consistency in how they play the game as a team. I mean, so they, you're pretty they, much saying blow up the complexity roster. There's no one that can go there. I mean, that's. Are you saying you're going to okay, steal Koi? Oh, hold on, hold on. I think he's no. saying that Koi would. I'm gonna, I'm go gonna, to a better team. I'm just gonna lay shooter. this out. Yeah, I'm saying Koi would get poached by a better team. It'd be pointless for him to go to Complexity. The, Complexity okay. has to pay a, a buyout for him, and then salaries are probably going to be somewhat the same. Like it's, it's not. That's not worth. I. If you look at Complexity, they got that. Pro, they got the spot at LAN and Champs because of Phony. Yeah. The they they didn't earn that. Like, Luda and, and Cody took the pro points from the first LAN, mm -hmm. which guaranteed them to be a champs. Mm -hmm. They didn't make finals last event. They didn't make finals this event. They were 20th. Damn. That's, so, yeah, overall, that's, that's if a, you look at this, maybe less they, than they lost their IGL, and they never made or even came close to touching finals. Yeah. If it wasn't for Phony getting them to LAN, they very much potentially would not be here. I'm just going to go ahead and call it right now. Quote me, Apex Legends community and people. Koifel gets picked up. If Nathan quits, my NRG joins Gildersons and Sweet, they become a very, very, very good team. If Nathan is quitting. Well, here's the question, though, because Nathan and Sweet have said for many times that if one if of them one retires, the other, one will, yeah. the other will retire as well. So if Nathan retires, will Sweet? I can see Sweet retiring, too. I just see Sweet retiring. That breaks my heart. I don't think so, bro. That guy's actually really fucking good. If he, he is really good. I, I feel like he wouldn't, I, even if Nathan does. It's a big mistake. I don't think he would. I, I yeah. think Sweet will keep playing, but I, I do think it would. I, I think it's crossed his mind before, so I, I, I don't think. I think questions it's hard, man. Look, guys, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I talked to Hal in Sweden a year and a half ago, and he was Hal was questioning retirement at that time. Um, you know, look, they all do. They all, bro. They all their do because here's the thing: it's not just their mentals are horrible. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Zero. Their mentals are terrible. But also, think about Hal and Sweet. Think about Hal and Sweet. They both. 
are chilling with massive streams, can can just J chill and enjoy life with their you know girlfriends and travel and stream and it's a it's a tempting thing you know so sweet have with this performance with the ups and downs of competing hal and sweet are built different i think that's why hal would never retire but it's the competitive itch man i mean we could be as pr as we want as political as we want bro there's no way in a million years hal is competing for any other reason than he loves competing and same with sweet they're making like double triple probably even more the money streaming than they are competing does does, does sweet have the same competitive itch that hal does to be great, to be I don't this, think to it's be that. The same. I don't think but anyone does. I don't think but, it's the yeah, same. No but I don't think that I can't see either of them wanting to be I, a content creator full time. I think Sweet needs to be more confrontational. More confrontate. More confrontational. Did you wait, say wait, more? Wait, like less passive aggressive. Yeah, yes. More. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Less passive aggressive. Assertive. More assertive. Fucking hash it out. Like let it on the table. I have those same issues when I Because Sweet will be passive aggressive and like. People don't remember I, that. You've seen this with Rogue. I've played with people who are passive-aggressive, and it just builds yeah. up this, like, animosity. That's a good one. Eric, like, Eric is the only here that's played, yeah. played with them, right? Yeah. You know, Eric, no, I, I was making a joke. You just be straight up. Eric, you're the only that's played with them. Talking about playing with Sweet. Do you agree with that statement? I mean, I, th- I, I wish Sweet... Sweet didn't play the game when I teamed with him. That's so, the problem. So... That's where like my whole countercalling thing started. We were we were like the best team in the game at one point. Like we were yeah. we were so good on that team, and Sweet just stopped playing the game. And that's the difference between Sweet and Hal. Hal doesn't take breaks. Yeah, he didn't even want to extend to his go to Greece. In yeah, Greece. I know because he's like, I need to get back and stream. I'm like, motherfucker, like two you, days. You you're in Greece, doing very well for yourself. Like, take some time off. Champs is over. Like, your stream yeah. will be there when you get back. It's not going to die out. He's built um, different. And but, what, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, the, the Sweet and I got. I mean, you know how I am. Like. Yeah. It, I can handle someone coming at me, but when I feel like I'm being demeaned or like someone's being super passive aggressive towards me, that's when I get like enraged. Lash out, I, I start know? to I lash back. I defend myself. I get really intense, and him and I definitely butted heads. So um, I think he found some teammates that don't like. He doesn't. He doesn't want another teammate like that because it, it, it would cause even more turmoil than there might already be. But I do think there is a way that he can go about it that would be more productive for his team. Because um, I do think that like not everyone can handle that type of, and I mean maybe that had a fact with the zero zero one zero point games back saying. to back to back to the back. Vibes. Like, vibes are so important, um, and I think that that's something that my tenure in the scene is is unnoticed because it's the intangibles that can really yeah. elevate your team to the next level that people will never see. Do you think a coach can do that and fill the direct role? It can help. Or does they it need have to be to an assertive coach then. Like they need to like because yeah. I don't know anything about shiny, so I don't know. I don't how think he a coach could do it. I, I don't, I don't it, think it, a coach. It's can a really personality, do that. you know. Right. He, he just needs to fucking it, just it, let it rip, let it rip, go back and forth, let it out, and, and I think they'll do a lot better. That's a personality in itself, though, is being able to let it rip instead of being like built up passive aggressive. Yeah. They're they're just different things. I think the only way you see him like blow up like that and they hash out instantly is if someone could almost alpha him in a sense like bring it up with him like yo motherfucker that's yeah. not cool let's knock this out you know let's 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 get mad let's get frustrated let's build and then you know five minutes later it's we're fucking teammates let's fucking win you know uh that would definitely be healthy Just but put the gloves on and then let's fucking play yeah you know? exactly you know I, I think i'm not sure if shiny's that person that can do that for them but i definitely think a coach's Absolutely, undoubtedly, a step in the right direction for it. But it's a very specific personality of the coach, like someone who's gonna make that happen. Like, hey guys, this is happening. There's passive aggressiveness. These are the mistakes that are happening. Let's let's talk about it. Let's hash it out before we go into this next game. Because the fact that we just got to win and then follow that up by zero and one points, like we need we need to figure something out, right? So it's 
it's not any coach. It has to be someone that has that specific personality is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Um, roster that, moves. Roster moves. Back to the complexity conversation. I think the, the, the point of the show, we, we talk about everything, as much love as we all have for Monsoon. Do you think Monsoon's a problem on that team? Phony to Monsoon, the difference from that ESA roster being what they were. To I, this guy was saying, in a very nicely manner, he was saying, like, you know, changes might need to be made in many directions because it seemed like Phony was doing the vast majority of the heavy lifting. Uh, Apex is all about making like good calls. Mechanical skill is super good, don't get me wrong, but it's all about the calls you make at the end of the day. And, you know, Phony was providing that and he's no longer there and it's, it's bad. I think, I'm gonna elaborate on that a little bit. I think the difference between Phony and Monsoon is Phony is not afraid to give you an earful mm -hmm. if you're making mistakes. Monsoon is Too good of a in person. chat saying, let's have some fun in 20th place. And I'm like, that's not me. Yeah. Like, I'm, no. I'm no the way. polar opposite of that. Like, I'm not here at this event to have fun. Right. I'm here to win a tournament. I, I'm not, none of the people I'm competing against are my friends when I'm in game with them. Like, I'm, I'm cool with you as soon as the games are over, but like, this is a death match when it when it comes to. If this I see you in the bathroom like, between like, I'm games, I'm sorry. If I'm 20th, and my teammate. <laughs> if I'm if I'm in 20th, and my teammate is saying, "Let's have some fun." Like I'm fucking pissed. I'm. I'm so mad at them for mad. typing that. Yeah. I'm Dude. so mad that that's even being typed in the Bro, chat. That like we're literally in the like, walkout, and this guy fucking enemy is like, "Yeah, I think we'll play six today." I'm like, <laughs> "Come on, bro! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Don't hit me with that." Oh my no, gosh. There's there's time for fun, and there's time for like locking it the fuck in, and. Uh, I think, yeah, replacing Phony with Monsoon is just a completely different, I agree with Slime, it's a completely different dynamic, and uh, I don't know, I don't know, we'll have to see what complexity does. Since we got the dudes here, if you can swap them, and it isn't a lateral swap, who do you swap, and for who? I mean, there is a huge free agent market in NA right now, I think we also are NA, so, and they do have big orgs, right, so they, they might be able to get players from overseas, and then on top of that, you know, Naughty, there's so many free agents that are poachable. Who, who does Complexity get? Who do they replace, if anyone at all? Probably Zach Mazur. I heard that guy's got a <laughs> fucking huge brain. It's they just, need that it's fucking giga brain on that fucking just wall. I don't, I'm don't. i happy. I'm brain. really happy with my current roster. <laughs> that's that's yeah, like, It's hard because we yeah. don't know their internal dynamic. We don't know if it's, if it's, if it's a Cody. I, I think Luda's that. I'm just going to say this. I think Luda is that guy, personally. I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I think he is. Well, I want to add, yeah, I, I don't think that any of them individually are the problem. I think that they uh, just I don't agree. work together. Well, like, I agree. We Maybe talk about Phony. Luda and Monsoon are very different people. I think Phony works <laughs> with Luda because Phony can micro Luda and Luda, like Phony has said many times that Luda will get tunnel vision sometimes and Phony can call him out of that and make sure that he's not locked into those moments. And so I just think that Monsoon and Luda don't work. I don't know if, how Cody fits into that mix of that team. I just don't feel like all three fully mesh. And so I don't think it's like you replace one person with Koifel and the roster works. Like I, I think you think just, it's like environmental. Like you 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 have to build on who the leader of the team is and yeah. and and continue that environment, or you need to go a different direction with the team type situation. Yeah, is that what you're saying? I, I don't think that Monsoon is going to micro Luda to the point to where he can highlight all of Luda's strengths. I think that you need to find people that fit with Monsoon, basically, if you're going to build around Monsoon. That's a good point. That's fair. It, it doesn't feel like there's like a growth path for them, right? Is, yeah, like yeah, it, 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 when they first teamed, it didn't. It doesn't no, feel like no they flat. like they flatlined the whole way. It doesn't feel like they ever improved from where they were at the beginning. And I don't know if that's just the lack of like accountability or what, what goes on there. But I mean, there is a clear structural issue. 
uh, with that roster, mm-hmm. but I think we can we can probably move on. Yeah, we can from yeah. Lake City. Yeah, that'll be part of roster mania. Them, uh, the hundred thieves roster, obviously. Koifel as a absolute gem and, uh, and, and an asset. What's going to happen there? I, again, we talked about it yesterday. We all thought that Koifel should stay on Sentinels and that team. Oh, actually, I don't know if we all did. I thought that that team should should stick together. They showed some really good things this weekend. I'd be heartbroken if Arcan, you know, the, the diversity he's gone through his career, you know, loses and he gets poached or taken. It's going to be a high buyout though, no like, Sentinel situation. Please, for the love of God, please get drinks. What did he say? Get in the what? I brought him. I brought him. Nobody else wanted him. Finish, finish what? Getting your drinks? That's oh, adult. That's adult too. Get some drinks up there. <laughs> I drank so much at the stadium. I need to come down. This guy was down. literally nine out of ten drunk when he started it. When we started the show. No, when the show started, it was counting down from ten, and it it started. And I was sitting here blasting Twenty One Savage. He I'm goes, like, turn it off, I'm bro. Like, bro. I'm like, <laughs> that's why the zero timer was out for that long. Deltus, this is what happens when you're not at these tournaments, you mother. You know what? We need uh, the the two vibes returning to Apex lands in 2024 and year four. Next topic of discussion is Deltus going to travel and uh, do watch parties. In I can I can say this. I spoke with. Um, he tweeted about I won't watch say parties and said he instantly regretted it the next. Did day. he say that? Yeah, he literally posted oh, on Instagram fun. that he regretted. Did he posting. do one today? I don't know. For like a couple I, games. He did not do it. I swear to God, man. He he tweeted that he was going to do it for a couple games and then he was going to watch football. I did speak with one of the uh, the lead, I guess, communications people. I I definitely. It was a long conversation. <laughs> I, I definitely made the best case I possibly could for the boy, but I, I don't know if we're getting any dull two swatch parties officially. He here's the unfortunate. I'm gonna listen. Listen. Here's the thing. I uh, he's gonna hate me for saying this because he I think he he I mean, he can clarify in the chat if he wants. I think it's really really unfortunate that Apex has pushed Deltouche away, and by Apex I mean big big Apex, Greater Apex. Um, given the fact that he's been blacklisted. Well, that was the case. Was. That was the case I made for they him. Have he's done like, so much for he's the done so much scene. for this competitive scene, for the community. He brings such a personality and entertainment. At the end of the day, I don't think he's the person that he's been painted out to be. Um, you know, is my, is my personal take on that. So uh, for us to grow, for our community to grow, I think we, we need that, that level of entertainment. And um, it, it's, it's really unfortunate what's happened. It won't point. happen. It I won't happen. Sounds like you've had a conversation. So that's interesting. I have. I've talked about it many times. It feels like he's like the like the stepson. You know, he the, got, the stepson. He's the apex fucking stepson. Please don't you tell me. You never know though. Weird you never spot. know. Hopefully, Hopefully they're all wrong. Okay, Hopefully they got we're stuck all wrong. in the dryer. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got. He got like you know. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they popped off with wig. I, I love wig to death, but like him and wig were both fucking phenomenal casters, yeah. and like he just Plus got you know. Pushed, he got brushed to the side because he wasn't. Which is absolutely. And I don't think he, he cares. Like brand friendly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he cares, but I think objectively, it's, it's tragic for the scene. Is the is the reality in terms of the opportunity to, to bring yeah. entertainment, help the scene grow, and promotion of the scene. Um, so interesting stuff. Uh, we're covering everything. A gamut of topics here. Obviously, LGS post discussion and the like. Um, boys. It's Sunday night. You yeah. just got fourth place. We go. Sorry, I need to eat. And get some sixth place. Get some drinks. Um, right, we, that really was the biggest thing. We were not going to do the show because we're like we don't. Obviously, everyone wants to celebrate, and um, I don't think we're going to get any players on. These two both joined. Shout out to them. Apex community. We hope you understand. It's time to hang lie. out with this, with the Apex community. Oh, we're about to be hanging out for an entire week in Greece. It's going to be a fantastic time. AJ, you were fucking awesome, and then Designful joined, and you couldn't get a word in because this guy talks so much. These two, he's, especially. He's the one. pleasure to have you. The information that you are able to provide that I'm not like familiar with with other teams and other regions is a blessing to have on this and I'm very happy that you joined and I think a lot of people in the stream 
uh, we're happy to have someone that is as knowledgeable as you are. I slid. I, I gave him a. Actually, I even slid his DMs. I gave him a phone call. I said, "Hey, you guys just lost CZ. I think. I think your next coach should be Jayhawk." True or false? Not, true or false? Did not say that. Your next coach should be Jayhawk. Analyst it coach. Was, yeah, you did actually. Jay- phone call. He literally he was watching my animals video and he goes, "You guys uh, need an analyst or something?" He said he's, that. He's yeah, like, yeah, "You ever we'll thought about it. being an analyst?" And I was like, "I don't know. Sure, maybe." What are you saying? I said, "We'll take it. We need an analyst." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. This is your guy. This is your guy. Your Bam. Jayhawk to Dojo. Maybe 100 thieves one day. Confirmed. Uh, last final statement, boys. Let's wrap up. Final words. Wrapping up the LGS Championship. No, this is not like the State of Apex thing. This is just like final thoughts, final words. Uh, wrapping up Apex. Design, start with you, brother. Um, fuck. Actually, I'll, ask you, I'll, tee you up, I'll tee you up for a question. What? Timmy. We didn't talk about Timmy a lot. We talked about Dojo. He's here to stay. He's here to stay. Of course. One of the best stories we had this tournament. Course, quick one. It was, it was, it was, it was a good story. He's know? that guy. He, he's, 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 we he's are good, huh? the boys are not happy with the way that this chapter ended, but we're ready to start the next one. Cheers. Fourth place. I, mean, I can drink fourth place. How much did you win? How much money did you win? I have no idea. He doesn't even know. Fourth I didn't place. Come here for like, the money. I respect that. That's true. Designful to a T. Snipe down. You're sad in sixth place. Are you happy or not that you enjoyed some time with the boys here? Thoughts on the weekend. Thoughts on doing the show every night and, and uh, the overall experience. Uh, I mean, I'm happy I did the show because, I mean, we qualified. If we didn't, this would have been a lot different Fact. of an experience. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine. If you think I, I was sad when I first got up here, uh, you probably wouldn't have seen me at all before. So happy we did this. Happy that you got, we, got, we had an amazing team. The production has been phenomenal. I, I never expected this to turn into what it has, and I, I hope you all have been enjoying it home. Uh, the last thing I want to say is I, we didn't really talk much about LG. Yeah. Like, yeah. that team is... I never want to fight that team. They're on our rotate next to us, Fish Farms, when we land Launchpad. That team is one of the best fighting teams in the game. I don't know. I don't think they get enough credit. Um, a lot of times they win. People are like, oh, you got Fish Farm zones, you got this and that. But that's the luck of the draw. Like, that's just what happens. TSM got wall zone, ever, everything. So, um, in terms of fighting power, I mean, that team is one of the best teams in the game. So, shout out to them. And you guys killed it. Uh, and thank you guys for enjoying this experience with us. So. That's it for me. I'm in. Zach also, they want a countdown zone. I do want to add that. In finals, <laughs> LG want a countdown zone. They were not blessed by it. There you go. Uh, he stole my point, so I'm a little pissed. Fuck him. It is what it is. Uh, LG is unbelievable. We didn't get to talk about them. That is a bummer. We didn't get to talk too much about Optic. Um, yes, Respect I did on their fucking name. call it. Team. I did call it. Call. I was the only one on the whole desk yesterday that called it. And I told you he did. I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I told you. Um, Cheers to LG, cheers to Optic, congrats to TSM. I hope you guys had a fun weekend with all of us, and that's all I have. Amen. AJ. Hell of an experience. Land was amazing, like I said at the beginning. If you haven't been to a land, you absolutely have to go one. Go to one. Um, the result, the fact that TSM won three games in a row, crazy. Uh, but the, the story has been settled. Everybody talked about DZ versus TSM coming in. It's been settled, and I truly hope that next year we get some more champions because although I do agree it's not bad for the scene, I do think that there needs to be some new storylines to spice really it up. yeah to spice it up. True that. I, and I'll wrap up just my, my final thoughts. Um, look, in my heart, it might be, you know, not, to, not to take a turn for the worse, but I might get semi-emotional. It was, it was a hard weekend for me uh, because the first champs, first LGS champs not casting, I, I freaking love casting apex more than anything it's yeah, my, my purest joy and happiness um so coming here uh and, and not being part of that that broadcast team is, was uh was a crazy just weird bittersweet thing but i love doing the show this is a lot of fun 
Um, and it's, it's hard, you know, I invested a lot of, you know, personal time and money to, to come here and fly myself out to, to make it to this. And Eric, thank you for, for being willing to do this every single night. I know it's hard to do as a player. So grateful to you, uh, grateful to the entire community for being so loving this weekend and, and everyone in person that came and, and gave love and all the tweets and everyone online. I, I'm so, so thankful to each and every one of y'all. Uh, but it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun transitioning into kind of a new chapter. As much as I love casting, I, I want to, I think Apex needs more of this in my eyes. It needs more content. It needs more opportunities. Uh, for for y'all to hear from directly from the source to, to help build your storylines to build your brands and I think at the end of the day uh, our scene can grow significantly and I always say it but we could be a 10 15 20 year esport if we bring more of that level of entertainment excitement and uh, and I'm excited to continue transitioning into that role and, and doing more to, to help and give back at the end of the day I love casting but I've done it for 15 years 12 15 years um, get married soon and it's gonna be fun transitioning into a a new role for Apex in any sports. So grateful to y'all for giving me the chance and for supporting the stream. Thank you so much to everyone that blows this stuff up on Spotify, on YouTube, and that retweets and spreads the word. Um, the goal is, is very, we have ambitious and bold plans for this 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 uh, this product and this broadcast to, to help grow, grow Apex and to do even more beyond that. So we, we can't do it without your support. So I don't know how many people are in here, but however many people are watching, thank you for tuning in all weekend long. We hope you enjoyed the content. And of course, to every single person here, thank you for taking the time, Designful Two Nights, Zach almost every single night, Eric every single night, and uh, I, I'd be insane if I did not thank Jacob, aka Atrox, who's right here, uh, delivering us waters, but way more important, one of the most talented producers in esports. He is remarkable. He does it for Riot Games and League of Legends, and on his own volition came, because he loves this shit, he just wanted to do something cool, and our broadcast was leveled up like crazy. So please do a round of applause here in the room for Jacob, for Chrono Creative. Beamick, all with Minnesota, who's so passionate, adjusted his sleep schedule and busted his ass to, to be part of this broadcast. And of course, Bella and, uh, and Spaceman, aka Serena, our entire team. There's a team of people that work their asses off to upload things right away and make it great content. So um, all the love is appreciated. Thank you to everybody. Say something. Yeah, last thing is just, I, I got tons of subs and support on this stream and I know I'm not able to thank every single one of you, but it doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you guys, honestly, so much uh, for just supporting this in the stream and uh, just as always. We love you guys. Eric yeah, is paying for all for every single drink of mine. He's paying for drinks. In yeah, this I, yeah. I, told, I, told, I owe you. I no, he owes me drinks. That is true. <laughs> Let's go. Bro. I'm balding. I'm balding, but that doesn't mean that you're not a dickhead, bro. Thank you for that. I love you, buddy. All right. Wait. On behalf of myself, AJ Hawk, Zach Major, Snipe Down, Designful. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. We appreciate y'all so damn much. Apex community is honestly the best damn community. Apex Esports, the best damn esport, most hype esport. It showed tonight. TSM, your champions of the ALGS, back-to-back-to-back wins with their backs against the wall, proving that they are the undisputed dynasty in Apex Legends. All right, take a breath, buddy. Take a breath. We love y'all. We're going to have some fun tonight. Thanks so much for supporting, everybody. Have a great night yourselves, a great day wherever you are. We'll catch you for the next episode of After Hours, back in our homes, in our boxes on screen. Have a good night, everybody. Take it easy. Good night.